0: Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey folks, thanks for joining me today. For those of you that don't know me, again, my name is Greg Shepard, Higher Ed Retire Podcast. I have an investment management firm here in Kansas City, but I help those in higher education all over the country navigate and get the most out of their retirement plans. So today's topic, we're going to take a few minutes and talk about the differences between the 403B and 457. I've had this question come up quite a bit lately. I think it stems from folks getting more education, which is fantastic. The rules Around the 457 did change maybe around a couple of years ago, did make that account more advantageous to folks in higher education, probably unbeknownst to the majority of you out there. So I'm going to highlight a couple of the features that changed the most, that made it more advantageous, but we're going to go through the list and just simply tell you the differences between the 403B and the 457. Now, most of you out there, if you're a newer employee, you may have a 401A. This will not apply to you. Well, it could. I shouldn't say that. You might have the 457 uh, account feature at your higher ed institution. Contact me, your HR, or your vendor, and you can find that information out. Most of you out there, majority of you, will have the 457 account because you have that 403B. Typically, institutions that have that 403B feature will have the 457 as well. Okay? And again, a lot of you may not even know... Most of you may not even know you have that 457 account available to you. So if, if you find yourself in the weeds a little bit or a lot, please feel free to contact me. That's what I'm here for. Like I said, I work with folks all over the country. Greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Again, that email is Greg at S-H-E-P-A-R-D financial.com. Website, www.safinancialservices.com. You'll find all kinds of informative Podcasts on there that will help you out with that retirement plan. All right, let's push forward here. I'm going to run through some of these features pretty quick because if there's not a big difference between the two, I'm not going to take up both of our time and harp on it, okay? So, contribution limits, keep in mind, this is 2022. So, if you're listening to this in years after that, catch up on the contribution limits, just Google it, okay? So co- contribution limits for 2022 is 20,500 per account, same thing on each account. Age 50 catch-up provision, so as it implies if you're over 50, you have you can you can contribute more. Okay? That amount is $6,500. Here's where the first um, big advantage for the 457 comes into play. Special catch-up provision. So, first, I'm going to talk about the 403b. The special catch-up provision for the 403B is the 15-year rule. Let me read this verbatim. So if you have 15 years of service with current employer and an annual average contribution of less than $5,000 per year, eligible for extra $3,000 per year, up to a lifetime maximum catch-up of $15,000. Employers not required to make this provision available. So make sure you check with your employer first. Now, let me go back here. Reiterate the first part of this rule. 15 years of service with current employer and annual average contribution of less than $5,000. Folks, that's not very much. Okay, so if you're contributing more than that, you do not, um, this rule does not apply to you, okay? Now, let's skip over to the 457. This rule is pretty powerful, okay? Special catch-up provision, it's called the three-year rule. Let me read this verbatim. Three years prior to normal retirement age, as defined by the plan, employee may contribute two times current year's normal retirement contribution limit. Employers not required to make this provision available, so please check with your employer first prior to you trying to do this. Let me go back here. This is so powerful, especially for those nearing retirement that want to just dump a bunch of money, maybe you got your house paid off, you got your expenses down, you want to dump a bunch of money into your retirement plan. Folks, let me read this again. Three years prior to normal retirement age, employee may contribute two times current year's normal retirement contribution limit. 2022 contribution limit 20,500 over 56,500. So what is that? Is that 27,000? I should know that. Yes. So Double it up. I mean, it's a a huge, powerful component of your your retirement plan. Okay, let's move on. In-service withdrawals, both 403B and 457, as permitted by employer, I'll stress that, over 59 and a half. This is another powerful feature, unbeknownst to a lot of employees out there. I have a podcast on this, okay, dedicated to this provision. If you're over 59 and a half, basically 60 years old or older, you don't like your plan's choices, guess what? Most plans will allow you to take that, that, that money you've accumulated, mostly in the voluntary side. I've never seen it on the mandatory. But on the voluntary side, take it out of your plan, put it in a rollover IRA at your vendor of choice. And there you can invest in anything you want for the most part, okay? Let's move on. My list does say mutual funds permitted in both accounts. That kind of goes without saying. Um, On that note, both accounts at most universities will have a brokerage link option. Again, I have a podcast on this. If you don't know what brokerage link is, you're missing out on the most advantageous, underutilized feature in your retirement plan. It is an awesome feature where you can go and invest in sometimes ETFs. Everything is plan-specific. Contact me or your vendor, okay? But Broker's Link, brokerage Link, Broker's Link is offered most universities in the 403B and 457. Loans, available in both accounts, okay? IRS limits loans to the lesser of, $50,000 or one-half of the account value. Again, if you're looking to take a loan out, just you need to contact the vendor and see how that works, okay? It's not as cut and dry, black and white, or as simple as you may think you can actually contribute to both accounts. I have clients doing this, okay? So I'm trying to think of a real-life example. Well, basically, if you're close to retirement, like that special catch-up rule, you wanna dump a bunch of money into the 457, you have a 403B. Uh, Maybe your 457 doesn't allow broker's link, your 403B does, so you wanna contribute to that and put in a bunch of money to 457. So there's different reasons as to why this might make sense for you, but note, you can contribute to both accounts. Roth option is available for both accounts. Again, I, I would—I don't think it's unilateral. Check with your vendor first. I see it most of the times where Roth feature is available. Okay. Now, again, I have a podcast on this, folks. If you don't know what the Roth feature is in your retirement plan, you're doing yourself such a disservice. So, Roth contributions in either 403b, 457 are so much larger, and there's no income restrictions, so much larger contribution limits than what you can do outside in a Roth IRA. And there are income restrictions outside your employer plan in contributing to a Roth uh, IRA. It's a huge feature. You should know about this. Check out my podcast on my website, www.safinancialservices.com. Next feature... Okay, so I'm not going to get into the weeds too much, but this is the next one that um, is a big advantage for that 457. It just becomes more attractive. So federal penalty-free withdrawals is what we're talking about. So we're going to stick with the 403B first. There's three line items I want to read about the 403B here. So again, federal penalty-free withdrawals. When you separate from service during or after the year you reach age 55. Next, you retire... Before age 55 and arrange a schedule. Uh, now, nah, I'm not going to get into that. I, I don't like that rule. It doesn't apply everywhere. Skip that one. Um, last one, working and reached age 59 and a half. So, what that means is you can take money out of your plan, like I just t- spoke about. Uh, penalty free, federal penalty free withdrawal. Okay, rolled over to an IRA. Now, let me skip over to the 457 here. L- let me just explain what I'm talking about. So, you can actually separate from service from your employer go in and grab some of that money as income and not pay early withdrawal penalties does that make sense okay so if you go into your 403b let's say you separate service and you try to grab that money from the 403b and you're you're under the age okay where early withdrawal penalties are at but if you're under that age You're going to pay income taxes. You can't get away from that, but also an early withdrawal penalty, which as of today is 10%. 457 account, you take that money as as income after you separated service. You will pay income taxes, but no early withdrawal penalty. This is fantastic for those that lost their job, that need some money, okay? Or maybe early retirement, all right? I I want to siphon from that account or maybe gap years after you've separated service prior to taking Social Security. This is an awesome feature. I think it was introduced in 2021. I could be be wrong on that, but it's a fairly new feature. That is an awesome feature. So that's worth, in my opinion, having a little bit in 457 and 403b. Most of you out there, again, will have that 403b uh, account if it's available to you. Got a few more differences here. Uh, hardship withdrawals, there's a little difference between the two. Not huge. My my uh, recommendation to you is if you have a hardship, check with your vendor. Because you. I've had clients go through this, especially with a COVID situation. And you'll have to prove to the IRS that your hardship basically meets the criteria of the IRS hardship. Okay? It's not as easy as you think. but And, of course, this would be pretty much last case resort if you need money. When you change your jobs, there's really no um, no differences other than the fact that remember that 457 account. If you change your jobs, you could, if you needed to, dip into that 457 if you're younger without an early withdrawal penalty. Okay, so that's really the biggest difference there. Uh, divorce, you know, you're gonna you're gonna submit a uh, quadro. All right, no differences between the 403b and 457 if you get um, if you go through a divorce, death. Same, same rules apply, uh, monies will go down to the beneficiaries. Required minimum distributions, again, no difference. Right now, 2022, we're looking at 72 for the RMDs. Now, I've got a lot of clients, especially in higher ed, that are working past 72. As long as you're working your current employer's retirement plan, you do not have to take RMDs from that account. People get confused from that. But if you have an old 403B, okay, at at obviously an old employer, you do have to take RMDs from that account, not your current plan if over 72, basically at at RMD age. Okay, folks, uh, that's really the difference between the 403B, 457. I only bring this up because those two main uh, differences, that special catch up rule, and where you can go in and grab that money out of the 457 early withdrawal penalty free. Uh, Big, big differences. Rules kind of changed in the last couple years or so. So again, if you find yourself in the weeds, you need a little bit of help, feel free to contact me. You do not need to be a client of mine for me to help you out. Email greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is spelled S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Again, check out that website, www.safinancialservices.com. You'll find my contact information there as well as a lot of different podcasts that will certainly help you out with your retirement plan. Okay, folks, that's it for today's episode. This is Greg Shepard, Higher Ed Retire Podcast, telling you to take control of your retirement today. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. Please visit www.higheredretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again.